CJ, we let the people down last week. Not only did we, we not really upload did. the podcast in time, but we didn't do what <laughs> we we always do. Every single podcast since I think the first podcast we ever did three years ago at this point. The um, thing that people really tune in to listen to. Yeah, it's called sports and stuff, but it really should just be called the NHL Power Rankings Podcast. <laughs> right. Because every, there's nothing bigger than that. It's a two-minute podcast, and every week we just try to guess the top five, and if we get it wrong, awesome. And if we get it right, even better. And then that's the podcast every week. Honestly, I, I like it. <laughs> so did I have... You, did you... Did you see last week's uh, podcast? Now that I finally got it uploaded, I did. I didn't read the description of it. Yeah, I just, I just, I messed that one up. <laughs> I it, thought I had uploaded it. I didn't upload it because it's funny. Because so even you even texted me on Monday <laughs> to say, "Hey, why isn't the podcast up yet?" It happens. And I said, "Oh, I thought it was," and then you know, two days later, I got to it. What uh, what happened was it said updated Wednesday. I was like, oh, you must have uploaded it. But then I realized I was late uploading the soccer podcast, and I uploaded that on Wednesday. We were just uh, crushing it. We're all over the place. But I have my teams written down. I think I went five for five. Wow. I mean, really? I don't. I know. I I mean, maybe no. I I might have gotten the top five teams. One one two and three maybe four and five could be anybody. All right, well, of course we start with number five. Number five, I have the Hurricanes. All right. Number four, I have the Boston Bruins. Okay. Number That's Carolina Hurricanes, right? <laughs> Last I checked. Okay. Number Hockey three, Tampa, Tampa Bay Lightning. All right. Number four, Colorado number Avalanche. Number two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know what I said. Number yeah. four, Boston Bruins is what I said. Number three, right. Light, Tampa Bay Lightning. Number two, Colorado Avalanche. And number one, uh, Florida Panthers. Ding, 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 ding. You got number one right. Oh, oh man. I thought you were going to be like, wow, you went five for five. Incredible. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Who would you have as number five? Uh, Hurricanes. Hurricanes. Hurricanes are number two. So we know Whoa. Florida Panthers one, Hurricanes number two. Uh, four, you had the Brew Crew. Yeah. They're number 13. Oh, rough start for the Brew Crew. <laughs> Holy moly. Oh, we should keep track of who has the worst team in their top five. Because I had eight, I think, was the highest number I had last week. Yeah. So now you beat that with 13. Let's see if we can <laughs> exceed. Oh, I'll write 13. that down. I'll put, keep that in the notes. Yeah. Uh, number three, you had the Lightning. They're number five. Okay. Number two, you had, which you have two, Avalanche. Yeah. They are number nine. Nine. And then number one, you had right with the Panthers. So the top ten goes in this order. One Panthers, two Hurricanes, then Blues, Capitals, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Lightning, Edmonton. Oh. And Oils. The Calgary Flames. Huh? Rangers, the Avalanche, and then the Islanders. Wow, that is it's early in the season. It's early. It's early. So like, you know, Bruins will be top five. You you were doing end of season power rankings. Yeah. That was your issue there. Yeah, that's and my bad. You were thinking ahead, meanwhile. Uh our new friend, because Emily Kaplan is apparently done doing power rankings, which Oh, why, why, why stop the thing that you're best at? Right. In my in my defense, 
I got used to the Emily Kaplan rankings. Right. She's probably in lockstep with you. Yeah. You guys are probably right on it. These are messed up rankings. These were Kristen Shilton's power rankings. Never a fan of AM this morning. Never a fan of that person. No? What the heck is going on with the Avalanche? I thought they were good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I guess you could say this uh, this season's really snowballing on them. And you know what a snowball turns into, CJ? Bingo. <laughs> no, not bingo, actually. That is a game elderly folk play with stamps. When's the last time you played bingo? Dude, funny you say that. I drove past some, I think it was this morning. I'm on my way to work, and I passed some like, uh, community center. It's like bingo every Wednesday. And then I thought, why not go to bingo? Right. Like bingo, I I can't imagine there's a charge at most of these places. And if there's, there is, get get the hell out of here with There's that. zero skill involved. Right. You just sit there, you look at numbers, and I mean the skill is knowing numbers and what they look like. I should say there is some skill. They, they do call them out. So if you don't know what a number looks like, that might make it tough. But I'm, I'm going to Google bingo near me and see if anything comes up. And then see if there's like a... A minimum minimum age you have to be to get in. That would be fun. We should do a live sports and stuff from a senior center bingo night. I seventy three. <laughs> do you know how disappointing it would be if we went and did that and then none of us got bingo? Alright, here's the picture. All it shows is the back of a blue building. Oh well, that's not it that's not sketchy at all. It's um Miller Merchandise Co. In Rensselaer, New York. Opens at 9 a.m. Let's go to their website. Nice. Exciting. It says, uh, Town Square and Active website is no longer available. Oh, that's always a good sign. Son of a gun. All right, let's try Joseph the Legion post. Uh, love a good Legion. Uh, this says, go to bingo there. Spelled with two O's. Go to... I love a website. This is terrible podcasting. I love a website that just looks like this. Oh yeah, that's, that's it's like what more just, do you need? Like, you know, give me give me the facts. Let's um, not beat around the bush here. Just put it all on one page. Type it out. I'll find what I need to know. Top ten best bingo halls in Albany, New York. Here we go. That sounds like my kind of list. Rivers Casino. Oh wait, that's oh. a that's a sponsored result. Oh, get out of here with it's that. Connected Bingo Palace. I mean, that I want to spend the rest of my life at a place called Bingo Palace. Um, was here with friends. Had a good time Sundays there. Sundays there, bingo here on. New Year's Eve, question mark? <laughs> well said. Well, I didn't say it wrong. Imagine typing that out and thinking, perfect. That's, that's the response I need to have. I'll hit send on that. Wait, is this a joke? I'm <sighs> stupid. Yo, I'm... An accidental connoisseur of bingo. My parents took me a lot growing up, so I know the game and what to expect. (laughs) I don't know know if that's a joke. Well, I am frequently caught off guard by bingo. Ah. I always think it's going to be like a B25, and then they say, no, B only goes 1 to 19, and it just throws me off. I found the one that I passed this morning. Ooh. It's at the Celtic Hall, or Celtic Hall, depending on what part of the world you're from. I think Celtic, if you're from anywhere. The game starts at 7, doors open at 4. Paper and computer sales begin at 5. The warm-up game is played at 6. 
a warm-up game? <laughs> I didn't stutter. <laughs> I'm just imagining like a whole bunch of 70, 80, and 90 year olds running into the bingo hall wearing like jumpsuits like in basketball. <laughs> Everyone's just taking a stamp and going like this, just pressing right. it down. Uh, again, just like passing the stamp to somebody else. <laughs> terrible podcasting, but this is the guy that hosts it. Oh, it's a, an adorable puppy. <laughs> um,. He's just he's just there. Plenty of room at bingo tonight, though, six months ago. What are, what are the odds we could get Dom to go to something like that? Uh, 0. 0.00. All right, so anyone's welcome. The prize total per night is 6000 The first Friday of every Jeez. month is a $9,000 game. The last what? The last Sunday of every month is a computer special. What the heck is a computer special? You can't play online bingo. Are they playing online bingo? I don't know. The game started. Like too easy to uh, to manipulate. We sh- we open and close each session with a share the wealth game, and regularly have up to five different bell jar games with multiple prize levels. Our single floor facility is handicap friendly, and our full service kitchen opens at five for your early dinner, mid game snack, or soda, coffee, and water. Everyone entering the bingo must purchase an admission package with their paper or computer purchases. According to the New York State regulations, as of July 2017, no one under the age no one under the age of 18 is allowed to play bingo. Wow, <laughs> there We're is against the youths of America. There is an age. I guess technically there is an age limit. But last I checked, we're both over 18. I don't might, know if that can change, but I think we're good. That might be a move we have to make. All right, now I'm going to look it up on. Amazing. I'm going to look it up on Facebook now. See if there's any more information. Celtic, what did I call? It's it. Look at it. First thing that pops up. I mean, what else would pop up? Won four hundred dollars at bingo and they refused to pay me. Oh no. We have some controversy at the bingo hall. Oh man, this guy's walking around just yelling at everybody. Sorry, Garrett. Again, terrible podcasting. But I, I gotta watch that video later. I'll send it to you. What's this terrible podcasting for? Uh. <laughs> Me just watching a video, I guess nobody. If you're not entertained by this, why have you listened to however many podcasts of hours that you've listened to? So far, we started off with NHL power rankings and then got it on a bingo rant. Yeah, that was very obscure. Like, as far as uh, the rants we've gone on, that's got to be one of the more obscure ones. How did that start? You drove past a bingo hall? No, I brought that up after you mentioned something about bingo. Yeah, I don't know. We'll never know, I guess. There's no way I mean, to... I, just, I, I love bingo. There's no way to ever find out how we started that conversation. Yeah, it's not like it's being recorded or anything. <laughs> not at all. All right, time <laughs> to move on to football. Uh, before we get into this week's news of fun stuff and greatness, we'll start with last week's news of more fun and greatness. Oh, uh, yeah. CJ, 3-2 last week. Back to a winning record. All right, record. I'll take it. I'll take it. I also went 3-2, so suck it. You didn't gain Ooh. any games on me. Um, Packers Cardinals. Thursday night game. Packers defense played awesome. Both teams were battered and bruised. Packers squeaked one out. Shouldn't have been. Shouldn't have been in that situation at the end of the game. They failed at scoring a touchdown on the one yard line like three times in a row. And then the Cardinals had like third and eleven at the half yard line. Two plays later, they're in field goal range. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they. The Cardinals are still really good. I I don't think anybody really is overreacting to that game. No, it, it was both teams were beat up. 
Obviously, the Packers were much more beat up than the Cardinals, but you saw how much a difference whenever Hopkins was in the game. That was a completely yeah. different offense. Absolutely, because like you, you feel like you have to double Hopkins, and then there's just too many other possibilities. Yeah. But if you don't have to double anybody, then you're you're free to kind of lock down on whoever you have to. Yeah. Um, but a win's a win, huge win. Interception in the end zone to end the game. Packers win. Um, this is honestly a great win. No matter what, it's not easy to go into Arizona and win that game, missing your three best receivers and your entire starting secondary at this point. Yeah, people people wrote them off a lot going into that game. This we did. The, we both picked the Cardinals. Before it even became the whole group, yeah. as soon as Adams was out, people said, like, uh, Cardinals got another win. Yeah. But, no, we, we, no. we both picked the Cardinals. We got that wrong. The story is really the Packers' defense. So, you know, yeah. Rodgers did what Rodgers does, but uh, your defense did something that we haven't seen it do a ton in the past couple of years. And they've had they've had good games and they've had good moments, <laughs> but for the most part, the defense has been the issue. Yeah, and they won their biggest game of the year because of their defense. So. Yeah, no, it was awesome. They really made Kyler Murray look pedestrian in that game, which is really tough to do. Um, next game on our docket, we was Steelers Browns. Uh, awful game, just terrible. Actually, that's <laughs> technically a great AFC North game. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what you want to see out of AFC. Fifteen to ten is oh, exactly that is what you need to expect out of that. Chef's kiss, beautiful. The only thing wrong with that game is early November. That or that You're was right. technically late October. That's a mid December game through and through. Yeah, if, if not a first round of the playoffs game. Yeah. Um, Steelers win that one. Uh, I didn't think Baker was going to play, so that's why I took the Steelers. Baker played. Steelers won anyway. <laughs> uh, you, you took the Browns on that, which I probably would have done if I knew Baker was playing, but looks like I'm a genius. Um, Titan, Titans and Colts. I think – here's my rule about NFL overtime. There's nothing worse. If you're like a betting person and you have a team versus the spread – Overtime is the worst thing that could possibly happen to you. Yeah, unless, like, if you have an underdog that's, like, plus seven, you're like, all right, this yeah. is great. Most of the time it doesn't get that. Because, like, if it's overtime, the teams are kind of close. Like, Titans at Colts, Colts minus one. I took the Colts, you took the Titans. And it's like, wow, the Colts should have won that game. But then again, yeah. the Colts should have never been in that game. It's just I hate overtime. Because, like, if the spread is, like, three or less, you're screwed. Because you can still, right. if it's four, you still get that field goal. It's like, oh, I covered. If it's three or less, you're absolutely screwed. Like, I remember the Cowboys-Patriots game. Spread was three, I think. Right. Cowboys won by three because they kicked a field goal. Or no, they, no, no, they scored a touchdown. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, even though it didn't apply to the Titans-Colts game, they should be required to at least attempt the extra point. If they don't want to kick it, they don't have to. They could take a knee or whatever, but I think that they should be required to go out there and snap the ball again just for, purely for betting purposes. Like, we can't act like betting isn't a part of the NFL anymore. So just embrace it. Make that a rule. So if it's <laughs> like, just give that extra point. Because if you're, if you have a six and a half point favorite and it goes to overtime, you're like, well, whatever, this is pointless. Right. But now, you make overtime slightly more exciting for people who might be in that situation. 
Right, absolutely. I agree 100%. But that said, they just ended six points, call it a day. Um, so CJ wins that game. Titans lose Derrick Henry in the process, though. But that's a huge win for them. They'll probably, if he can come back this year, which would be nuts, uh, stay afloat till he gets back, and then they'll be back to doing Titan things. But how about the signing of Adrian Peterson for them? That yeah, seems that, was... that seems a little much, if you ask me. <laughs> it does. Like, are they hope... especially when like Todd Gurley's still available? Todd Gurley, this is the perfect time to pick up Todd Gurley because he's going right. to get three, four good, really good weeks. Right, and like. I, I don't know. If you're just weighing the potential benefit, yes, at the height of their career, Adrian Peterson was better than Todd right. Gurley, but Todd Gurley is much closer to his prime than Adrian Peterson. I feel like he hasn't been in the league in like two, three years. Yeah, it feels like. I, like, where was the last place where he was actually getting consistent touches? I don't even remember. Was it after the Lions or was it for the Lions? It was probably the Lions. I don't think he went anywhere. Well, it seems like that. forever ago. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to pull up. It just, to me, it makes no sense. It's like a cool, flashy name, but it, to me, it's like, just take one of the Ravens running backs or one of Houston's running backs. He played last season? Get out of town. For who? He, he took a snap in every game last season. I don't believe that. Uh, Wait, for Washington? Uh, he was in Washington, wasn't he? Is that who it was? No, it was Detroit last year. Yeah, last year like I Detroit. said, Detroit. <laughs> and we just totally forgot that that was a season ago. He took a snap in every game last season? Yep. Did he do anything? Like 16 games, 156 carries for 604 yards, which is a 3.9 average. That's, That's pretty bad. good. That's pretty good. All right. You know what? Smart move by the Titans. Go out and get your guy. <laughs> How old is he now? Uh, Do you have his age there? Seven touchdowns, too. Seven? What the heck? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, we were totally wrong. Adrian Peterson is the, right. maybe the best running back in football right now. Yeah, I mean, career-wise, I think he is. Um, wow. All right. Shame on us, I guess. Because we're not football fans. Um, Cowboys at Vikings was the next game. Vikings were one-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. We both took the Cowboys, not knowing Dak wouldn't play. <laughs> yeah, that uh, <laughs> that one, well, actually, did it work out? What was the number on that? One and a half. I think the Cowboys won by like six, five. It was a weird ah, score. Look at us. I knew Cooper Rush would come through for us. <laughs> Never even heard of that guy, but they won. That's a big win for the Cowboys right there. Like, that's an impressive win in my opinion. Yeah, and I think that it shows the difference between last year's team and this year's team. Yeah, because they have a defense. Last year, <laughs> once Dak went down, it was you, they were done. And this year, they're a legitimate team in Ugh, the it's NFC. Gross. It's which, gross. Which, like, there's let's say one, two, three, four, five, six teams in the NFC that I wouldn't be shocked if they made a run in the playoffs. Uh, I included New Orleans in that. I'd be surprised if they made it to the Super Bowl. But, like, if they're in the NFC Championship game with their defense, isn't that surprising? Not at all. Um, and then, obviously, Rams, Cardinals, Bucks, Packers, and Cowboys. Yeah. No, it's... And then, other than that, there's, like, nobody. No, I think the 49ers are better than they've played, but they're not going to be able to make a run. I thought the Vikings would be one of those sneaky teams, but you can't lose at home to the Cowboys or the backup quarterback. My goodness. 
Right. And, and the way that they did, like, they had nothing for Dallas. It Like, it, the score was close, and I think the 49ers, or the Vikings were up in the second half, right? Yeah. But it just it didn't feel like they had a chance. They were, like, one for 13 on third downs or something crazy. Dalvin Cook had a bad game. Like, they had all their weapons. Yeah. Their offense didn't do anything. Good job, Kirk. Um, but hey, we picked the right game. We both picked the Cowboys. Um, Nailed it. And then Giants at Chiefs. Obviously, we both covered because we both took the Giants. Smart play by us. But my goodness, CJ. That was dreadful. You guys had that game in your hands. I don't even care as much about that. You know, it would have been nice to win the game, of course. But like, what happened to the Chiefs from last year to this year? It can't just be defensive scheming because Andy Reid's not an idiot. He would figure it out. He's it, one of the smarter coaches. In oh, football. absolutely. He's proven that for a long time. It's not part of the game has passed him by because he's got the most explosive offense in the NFL. Giants defense has been decent all year. Yeah. Not that decent. No. <laughs> no, not at all. But Patrick Mahomes. Like 26 points a game or something. Mahomes just does not look good. Last yeah. game, he did not look good. In the game before that, he did not look good. Right. It's been so tough to judge the Chiefs because they beat the Browns week one, which is when they were healthy, and that would I would say that holds up as an impressive win. Yeah, that was one of the better games of the season overall. Both teams. Then just... they lost. Yeah. Then they lost to one by the Ravens, and I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, Lamar went for it on fourth and one, and they would have probably lost if he didn't get that. Um, and then they lost by six to the Chargers, which, again, they had a big fourth down conversion in that one. Then they beat the Eagles, got beat pretty good by the Bills, Titans, and were close with the Giants. But, like, if they win those Ravens and Chargers games, which were both very winnable by them, they have two losses. Yeah. Or, we're to- talking about them completely differently. I think they're six and two. They're leading the division. <laughs> they're tied with the Titans for first place in the AFC. Yeah. And we're not talking about this as an issue. I Mahomes hasn't looked right, but he's still been a top ten, maybe top five quarterback in football this year. Yeah, it's just obviously not what it used to be, and it just makes sense why it wouldn't be what it is, like what it used to be. Um, to me, they're just part of the and others' conversation right now of they look like all the other mediocre teams in football. A couple of wins away from, you know, being better, or a couple of points away from being better, a couple points away from being worse. But they just knowing how explosive they are. But we said this last week. Knowing how explosive they are because they pop off at any time, then they go out against Giants and they don't look good. Yeah. That's at and- home on prime time against a 2-5 and five team. Coming off a terrible loss, trying to bounce back, and it's like, whew, barely squeaked by. And they have a brutal schedule the rest of the season. They don't play a single team that's under five hundred right now. Yeah, that's that's gonna be tough because like, like it's like it's a shark in the water type thing because they the other teams will be like, hey, Chiefs are vulnerable. Get some more confidence going up against them. I feel like that's gonna be a big thing against them. Right. But maybe the Chiefs can take advantage of that because they're not—they're <clears throat> not a bad team. Like you can't go into that game feeling like you're playing, 
you know, the Broncos, right. where it's like these guys aren't anything special. We can beat them. The Chiefs can still burn you. They could still put up 30 plus points with relative ease. Uh, it's just yeah, that, it's just the defense, though. Not yeah. that their defense has been superb, but knowing that you can win in a shootout against them right. changes a lot that, of things. The one thing that I think is being overhyped is their defense has not been good, but I think a large part of why they've been giving up so many points is because of the turnovers that they've had. Yeah. And they've had some fluky turnovers, not to say that. No, there's been some bad ones. There's been some bad ones, absolutely. No, I meant fluky. Like the first week, I think there was like a pass right to Travis Kelsey and just off his hands right to the other team. Right, and like the Kelsey fumble this week is not something that teams can expect to have go their way. Tyreek Hill has had at least two passes that just bounced off his arms and went into somebody else's hands. Uh, there was the no-look pass that shouldn't have been and is 100% on Mahomes, but it was also a catchable ball that got tipped and then it ended up in a defender's hand. So like that that's four that I can remember, and I'm sure they've had other ones that are kind of fluky. I know... Um, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire had a fumble on the goal line that I'm pretty sure would have won them the Chargers game if huh. he had gotten it. Jeez. So, like, like they, they've had turnovers at bad times, and they've had turnovers that set up their defense in a poor position. And also, their defense is used to being, hey, let's hold them to 30. If we hold them to 30, <laughs> we're going to win most of the time. Absolutely. And when the offense isn't picking up their end of the bargain, now you're giving up 30 a game, you look a lot worse. Right, like their defense is statistically worse than it was last year, but not by a large enough margin to where they go from yeah it's just Super Bowl the, favorites to are they going to make the playoffs? Right, the increased turnovers and the drop in offense will make the defense just look that much worse. And I'm curious, like, does Andy Reid realize okay, we need to adjust? Like, we we only beat the Giants by three last week, and we scored 20 points against that defense. We need to start running the ball. We They run decently well. Yeah, the run game was good uh, last week. Don't be afraid to throw it short. They're, I feel like they're looking for that explosive play that they're so accustomed to having, and it's it's not there right now. So you need to bring it in. Try to win a game, you know, 20-17 to 17 against the Packers this week, which is – I don't know why I picked the score that they won my last <laughs> week. <laughs> but, like, do that against a good team, and – Try to just calm everything down. Realize that you can be a normal football team and win a game. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Packers, breaking news today. CJ was so kindly to tell everyone. <laughs> um, Aaron Rodgers is COVID. And I was like, oh, that's no big deal. He's vaccinated. Everything's fine. Turns out he bamboozled us all. He bamboozled us. He was Im- immunized. Or I don't know. Immune? What do you say he was? Immunized, yeah, you got it right. Is that the word? Immunized? Yeah. Yeah. Just sounds weird. Um, <laughs> which I, t- I took to be vaccinated. Apparently, he's not vaccinated. Whatever that means, it means. Uh, but now he's out at least till next Saturday. The game bef- the day before the Seahawks came. I don't know. That means he probably can't practice either, right? No, it can't be around the team, I don't think. So they might not even start him that week, or it's Aaron Rodgers will start him anyway. Yeah, I don't think that he's somebody that you have to worry about. But you do have to make sure that he's healthy and able to go. Like if he's, I know he's had COVID before, but at the same time, like nothing is saying that this one's not going to mess him up a little bit more this time. Right. Um, terrible week for that. 
coming off yeah. a Chiefs team that is so desperate. Um, they're vulnerable. Try to strike and get something going. He has COVID. He's out. Line moves five and a half, six points Jeez. towards the Chiefs. Um, but it's all right, baby. It's Jordan Love time. <laughs> Love is yeah. in the air, you know? It's time to see. This game is going to suck for a Packers. Fan. It's going to be awful. Because if he's good, people are going to say, oh, maybe we don't need Rodgers back. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, smart people like, won't say that. <laughs> but unfortunately, there's a lot of stupid people. What are you trying to say about the people in Green Bay, CJ? That is mean. Um, and then if he's bad, then there's going to be the panic of, oh, no, Rodgers is leaving after this year and we have nothing. Meanwhile, it's going to be one football game where, you know, Mike White is going to be thrown for 500 yards. And people are going to be overreacting to Jordan yes. Love, no matter what he does. This has overreacting written all over it from every aspect. Um, I want Jordan Love to be great. I hope, obviously, we win the game. I hope he shows that he's a good quarterback. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what LaFleur and the Packers can do without Aaron Rodgers. Even yeah, if it's yeah. just for a game, this is a massive game. And I think everybody knows that. Because is LaFleur that good of a coach? I think he's a very fine coach. Obviously, how can you deny that? But has Aaron Rodgers been carrying this team? I've always talked about how bad the Packers are without Aaron Rodgers. We have a decent roster. Defense has been playing better. Chiefs are struggling. Um, Jordan Love will have a full week of practice. We're pretty close to it. It's not Aaron Rodgers, though. <laughs> no. no. No, it is not. Did so, you, it's, it's you, tough. Sorry. Go ahead. Just to go back to a second to uh, Aaron Rodgers being a dirty liar. Um, <laughs> a manipulator. Let's say he's a manipulator. No, 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 no. I am calling him a flat-out liar. Did That's you hear fine. his quote? Or yeah, I've hear? heard it a bunch today. So is one thing when he said, yeah, I've been immunized. Like, I think people are harping too much on him starting it with yeah. Because, like, there's a lot of times where, like, if you say, like, hey, you're not vaccinated, I'll be like, yeah, I'm vaccinated. And yeah. Like, I'm not saying yeah to your question. I'm just <laughs> saying yeah in general. Right. But then he followed it up by saying, there's guys in the team that haven't vaccinated, and that's a personal decision. I'm not going to judge those guys acting as though he's not part of them. It's all mind games with him, man. He's. I, <laughs> I'm done giving this guy credit for being the smartest guy in the room. He, he's an asshole right now. <laughs> he looks like a jerk. He has been wearing a mask around people. Whoa, I read he was, except for like during like media sessions. No, they said inside the building he was, which, uh, you know, if you want to believe that, you can. But the Packers realize this is a PR nightmare and are probably just going to tell people whatever they have to tell. <laughs> because they all know. It's not like they yeah, right. just found out today, like, oh, you're not vaccinated. So, <laughs> can you imagine? Wait a second, what? And also, could you imagine how much crap Rodgers would be getting if this was you know, the playoffs this week. It's a massive game. There's so many good teams in the NFC that you need to win every game. Right. You're, you're costing the team at right. this like point. There's a legitimate chance that after three, four, five years of complaining about the organization not doing enough for him, he's going to be the reason that they don't have a first round by in the playoffs, which may not be a huge deal. They may, they could still go on to win the Super Bowl. Obviously. Absolutely. 
but they could also lose this game, fall spot behind the Cardinals and the Cowboys and the Bucks, and now it's it's an uphill battle. Yep, it's not a good look. I will say that, especially because it does feel like he lied. I, yeah, no, he it's... was just trying to be clever, but to to say that I'm immunized. First of all, somebody, a reporter there, has to catch that and be like, "Well, you're immunized. Are you vaccinated now?" It's just the Packers reporters probably all yucking it up. Yeah, yuck, yuck, yuck. No, it's it's a terrible look. I'll give him that. I'll give the everybody that. Um, <laughs> you'll, you'll give him that. Yeah, it's. But can he save it? Is there any spin? Uh, from a vaccination standpoint, no. But he can come back and ball out, and we can win the Super Bowl. Right, I guess if that happens, no one's going to think back to this week. What I would like to hear him come out and say, and the only thing that I think he could say where I'd be like, you know what, I get it. If he said I was immunized because he had COVID, and you're not you're not supposed to get the shot within a certain amount of time after having COVID, and then if he gets to the point where he says, I didn't want to get the vaccine during the season, I had had COVID, you know, a month before the season, so I wasn't eligible to get it before the season started. And I was worried that if I got the shot during the season, I, it would give me side effects. And I'd be out for a week. If he says that, I won't love it, but I'll I'll get it and I'll say at least he has a reason. But I think he just doesn't want to get the vaccine and it's going to cost his team. Yeah, it might cost us two games because that Seattle game, I think that's when Russell Wilson comes back and he loves facing the Packers. Even if his team's right. bad, I do not trust them against Seattle ever. <laughs> yeah, with Rodgers, you don't you don't pull up. No, we'll lose that game by a hundred or by one on a stupid call. No, it's Where not a good. Rank? Go ahead. Where does the Seahawks rank on your least favorite teams in football? Oh, they're, they're up. probably alarmingly high. Yeah, they're oddly high, and it's not even really the Seahawks' fault. It's the replacement refs' fault, and it's Brian <laughs> Bostic's fault. Yeah. I also just got really I, – I like Russell Wilson. I would just get so mad at seeing those stupid colors in that stupid team. <laughs> that Brian feels like Bostic. one of those matchups. Like, I always get this feeling with the Giants and the Patriots. I feel like they wear the same uniforms and they face each other no matter where they are or what's, what's going, going on. on. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, I just – for once, although for the Giants, I always like to see the white and reds going up against the Patriot Blues because yeah. that brings me back to happy times in life. <laughs> um, but for a Packers fan, you don't want to see the uh, – they do the white and golds, right, versus the blue yep. for the Seahawks. It's just gross. Uh, yeah, so not a, good, not a good look for Rodgers. Kind of sucks. Only silver lining is I can see what Jordan Love can do. I am actually excited about that. Um, so much so that I'm starting him in our fantasy league this week. Still don't know if that's, really? I still don't know if that's a joke or not, but he's currently my starting quarterback, so we'll see what happens. Is there um, anything that can happen that will make you say, like, I'm good with Rodgers leaving this offseason? In this one game or, like, overall? Yeah, if he goes 400 yards and five touchdowns, the Matt Flynn game. Oh, you said the, you said the name. It got me all excited. <laughs> will that convince you... Maybe it's okay if Rodgers leaves. During the game, yes. Two days after the game, I'm going to be – I'll calm down and off my high and be like, it's one game. Nobody has any tape on them. Let's take right. a deep breath and realize what's going on here. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback that ever existed. 
Right. And then the second Rogers actually leaves, it's oh my gosh, this is the worst thing that's ever yeah, happened. Yeah, everything comes crashing down. Um, and I'll... then two days later, you'll be saying, "But remember that game? Remember that game Jordan Love had? No, he might have two chances at this, and I hope he succeeds in both. Obviously, I hope the Packers win. It's going to be really interesting. Uh, I think, I pray to God, that game's on TV. It is a bummer we won't see Rogers and Mahomes. Second time we've Again. missed that. Hopefully, we'll get a Super Bowl rematch or something. Yeah, no, it's just not a good look. But this is why, allegedly, they drafted someone like Jordan Love. Right. To come in here and... Ready at some point. You never know with COVID what's going to happen. I don't know. Rodgers got hurt two years in a row with a collarbone injury. So we'll see. I think it's going to be a really exciting game to watch. Or the Chiefs could blow us out and Jordan Love looks terrible and then I'm just sitting in a corner crying. Not that I don't think Jordan Love would be ready in a couple more years. But like right. we tried him out there, we got our butts kicked, and then because Rogers didn't get vaccinated, and also like there is, even if you think that Rogers stays, which I do think there's a decent chance he stays. I've convinced myself he's staying, so you can talk to somebody else about it <laughs> if you want to. But like, to if if he goes out there and does poorly, then it's the clock starts now. He needs to show in practices that he can play because if he can't, then this is going to be bad. Yeah. I mean, we got rid of Tim Boyle, so he must be doing something right. Right. He should just keep throwing to Devontae Adams to make sure if Rodgers leaves, that Adams is like, all right, this guy's not bad. Yeah. That's actually a great idea. All right, so let's get into our picks for this week. We will get to the Packers game eventually on the list. But first off, tomorrow night's game, Jets at Colts. Uh, Colts are 10.5-point favorites against the Jets. Um, I'm in first, so I'll take the first pick here. Sure. And being in first, I'm 19 and 21. CJ 17 and 23. We are crushing it. Um, okay. I'm going to take the Jets. 10 points, 10 and a half points is a lot. Carson Wentz sucks. I was always a fan of Carson Wentz up until he had a nice dump down to Jonathan Taylor that he refused to do last game through an interception. I got oh, way too pissed off for no reason. Um, and I'm <laughs> anti Carson Wentz, so I'm taking the Jets, who just beat the Bengals and they beat the Titans this year. So I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. Uh, the, the hook is what scares me, but you have been friends and known Jets fans for too long to not think that as their hopes are lifted <laughs> by Mike White going 37 for 45 for four and five so yards, many yards. <laughs> if you don't think that this game is just going to crush every Jets fan's soul. You haven't been paying attention to the Jets long enough. Colts by 20. <laughs> you're so right. <laughs> I'm not changing my pick, but you're 100% right. Um, I don't know. The Colts, they find every way to make games close. I'm hoping it's a 10-point game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Jets cover. Mike White hasn't looked terrible. He actually looks good. He's actually looked good in the game and a half that he's played. Right. Um. Yeah, I just the Jets defense is okay apparently, except that one gate week against the freaking Patriots. I'm not going to get into it anyway. Um, next game on the list: Raiders at Giants. Giants are three point favorite or under. Sorry, underdogs at home. Uh, quick note on the Raiders: that team is in shambles. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the Giants just because there's been a lot going on with the Raiders. For anybody that doesn't know, I'll just mention it real quick: Henry Ruggs. Driving 154 miles per hour, or no, 156 miles yeah, per in a 45 hour. mile an hour zone. Yeah, if he not that it matters if, where you're going that fast. 
Right, there's, there's no 140 mile per hour zone where it's like, oh, it was only going 16 over. We've all done that. <laughs> um, he was drunk. He hit somebody. He killed them. He obviously was pretty much immediately released because there's no well, defense for they that. They did release him. Obviously, they were going to, but I didn't see that they yeah, actually they, did. They did pretty quickly for the NFL. Like, usually they waited out just to make sure, but this is so cut and dry. Like, it's. Even if he has some sort of "quote unquote" excuse, there is no real excuse. No, nope. you charge with manslaughter, you're going to jail. Right. That's pretty much some setup. As he should. Don't drink and drive. No, ever. Um, yeah. So I'll take the Giants too. It's probably the Raiders win, but there's just a lot going on between Gruden and now Rugs. That's that's tough. <laughs> yeah, and like the Gruden thing, I think can bring you guys together. Can bring a team together. Yeah. But yeah, it's everybody against one person. Now this is like somebody that was in your locker room with you. Right. And like, yeah, I would imagine they got along with rugs pretty well. It seemed like a lot of people weren't a big fan of Gruden. Yeah. So that obviously makes it tough. Um, next game on the docket, the infamous Packers at chiefs game. Chiefs are getting seven and a half. <sighs> I'm taking the Packers just cause I love this game. <laughs> I think we'll, uh, we'll run the ball. I think it'll be a lot like the Cardinals game. Rodgers didn't really – he threw a lot, but, like, a lot of dump downs. We'll have our receivers, but I think we'll try to control the game by running the ball, which we did well against the Cardinals. Right. Um, not ask Love to do too much. Defense hopefully holds on. I don't know if we win this game, but I'm going to certainly hope we do. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Packers too. Uh, seven and a half points is a lot for a Chiefs offense that hasn't done much and a Chiefs defense that can still give up some points yeah. uh, even without Rodgers being out there. And also just to throw in the fact that the Packers defense looked awesome last week against an offense that's been a lot better than the Chiefs has yeah. this year. Can um, they do that twice in a row? I don't know. but If they, they can, can awesome. It will um, be. I'm really excited to see what LeFleur does with uh, on well as well as Jordan Love. Let's see what LeFleur can do without Aaron Rodgers. Um, right. Titans at Rams is the next game. That is the Sunday night game. Titans, sorry, Rams are seven and a half point favorites at home. CJ, you get first pick here. No Derrick Henry, no Titans. Rams win by double digits. Yeah, I uh, I was going to take the Titans, but that point about Derrick Henry that you made that I forgot about makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, at first I looked at the number and I was like, "That's a that's a lot for the Titans team that's been pretty good." But then I remembered, "Oh yeah, they lost." Are we going to see a uh, Miami Dolphins Ryan Tannehill sighting this week? I think we might. Yeah, like I, we were talking about this earlier in the week, and I think the one thing that a lot of people are discounting is it's not just Derrick Henry's presence is gone; it's that the defense doesn't have to worry about Derrick Henry. No. They don't have to bring safeties in to try to stop them. They don't have. To, they can drop linebackers back in coverage more easily, and I I think that there's just a confidence in Ryan Tannehill to be like, you know what? If I don't have it today, we can still win because I have this guy behind me, and obviously that's gone now. Yeah. Henry See ya. Um, then the Monday night game of the year, <laughs> Bears at Steelers. This is just a gross game. I'm going to take the Steelers. They've been playing much better recently, and I don't think the Bears are any good. 
Yeah, I'm. I think I'm gonna go with this. Mm-hmm. And we've been picking the same teams. Except sometimes that's just. Game. That's, sometimes that's just how the cookies crumble. You know what? I'll take the Bears. Six and a half is a lot for a Steelers offense that still isn't too explosive. They've been better, but I mean they they've been scoring right around the mid twenties all season. Well, let me see their their team stats. 15 to 10 uh, last 18, week, don't forget. 18.9 points per game is what their offense yeah. has been putting up. What about the Bears? Uh, the Bears' offense? Yeah. The Bears have been putting up 15.4. Uh, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> this game is disgusting. Not, yeah, that's going to – somebody gets paid money to sit there and think, Bears-Steelers, that's the Monday night game. That's the one we want. Ugh. Even if, oh, like... I, no, I was just trying to, I was gonna try to justify it. I can't. So if you want to try to justify it, go for it. I always have the justification for crappy Thursday night games, crappy Monday night games. And even though you don't see them as often, crappy Sunday night games, too. People are going to watch it no matter what. Amen it's that. the only football game that's on. Yeah. Like, and gross, the though. one thing, like, I always say this about Thursday night because people always say, like, why do, why do we even have Thursday night if it's going to be a Jets-Colts blowout? Well, because are you watching the Jets-Colts on Thursday and would you be watching them on Sunday at 1 o'clock? That's the answer. <laughs> yeah. People watch it on Thursday. They, they're not going to watch it at Sunday on Sunday at 1 o'clock. I just don't like the Thursday night games because the product seems to be down and everybody always gets seems to get hurt. At least yeah, this point in the season, this is where it starts to get ugly. Yeah, and as hard as this is to do, and it's an unrealistic ask, stop watching. Not not you, but people as a whole. That's that's the driving force. Is yeah. our viewership is what makes them keep trotting guys out there, potentially risking severe injury. And, I mean, in fairness, the NFL is always risking right. severe injury when they play their guys. I just think but, the quality is just so – the game is just so much worse on Thursdays. Like yeah. I said, at this point in the season, because everyone's just banged up. Right. And I agree with you, but at the end of the day – People are going to watch. I'll watch a low-quality NFL game because maybe I have, a you know, the kicker in that game. And <laughs> <laughs> I want to get nine fantasy points before the weekend even starts. No, you're 100 percent right. I got Jonathan Taylor, so I'll. That's, if that's I'm not watching this game, I will be paying close attention to every step, every play that happens. <laughs> My phone. <laughs> um, back quickly to the Rams in a little segue into the trade deadline. They get Von Miller to go alongside Aaron Donald just for kicks and giggles. Yeah, that, that seems like a pretty good guy to have, even if it's just by name at this point. But I, he's more than a name. I shouldn't say that. He's been, no, uh, he's been very good, and now he's not going to get the double teams that he always gets in Denver. Yeah, the Rams are going to be tough to beat. It's going to be I, – I, I I've always liked Stafford. I always thought he was better. So I'm, like, rooting for the Rams because I appreciate Stafford. Um, I think Aaron Donald's amazing to watch. He's just – yeah. I have Cooper Cup in two leagues, so I love me some Cooper Cup. <laughs> and I just like, you know, I like the Rams. Um, and now they just added Von Miller. That team's going to be fun. I do not want to face them in the playoffs. Last year in the playoffs, it was a tough game between the Packers and them. We all were at home, and they had Jared Goff. Now that right. they have uh, Matt Stafford, and we will face them in, I think, three weeks. 
It would be cool to see Matt Stafford in his first year away from Detroit win a Super Bowl. Yeah, then they, then they create like a five-year run where they just win five Super Bowls in a row. Right. <laughs> like, obviously, you want to see the Packers win it this year, but would they be the second team that you'd like to see? Um, Let me think. Like, the Cardinals are really fun to watch. I'd pick the Rams over the Cardinals for sure. I think in the NFC for sure. Definitely not yeah, the Bucs. I guess Definitely Buffalo. not the Cowboys. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably do Buffalo second. Maybe the Ravens third. And then probably the Rams fourth. Yeah. I would love to see the Ravens. Or Patriots. That would be cool. I would think it would be awesome if the Patriots won the Super Bowl this year. Like a lot of people who are listening to this just went, (laughs) are you serious? I think that would be awesome. I think that would be so funny. They mentioned on Levitard the other day how it's at the point now, look, if the Patriots made the Super Bowl, it would be surprising. But they're not horrible, and obviously the Bucks are good. Could you imagine if we had a Tampa-New England Super Bowl with Brady against Belichick? That would break every viewership record that ever existed. Absolutely. But they were talking about it on the Levitard show, saying that they wouldn't like it, and they wouldn't want to watch it. Well, I uh, didn't get that far on the show. What the heck? Uh, I thought that it was like last week. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, I was like – what more could you want in terms of storylines going into a Super Bowl? You have two weeks to talk about it? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it, w- it would be amazing. I mean, it would feel like a storybook-type ending. Yeah, because the Patriots would win and Brady would retire. Wouldn't it be cool if they both retired after that game? Together, hand-in-hand, arm-in-arm? Well, well, actually, yeah, like we just get the shot of them walking off into the tunnel, like holding hands or something. Holding hands would be kind of weird. They're kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. NFL trade, NFL trade deadline sucks. Nothing ever happens. It's a lot of talk, but nothing ever fun. happens. <laughs> yeah, because like people, people will go as far as bringing up names like Aaron Rodgers as though that would ever happen in a midseason trade. Um. Yeah, there's like it's just it's so hard to have an exciting trade deadline in football. Most of the time, it'd be like a, a running back or like a defensive player. I feel like the only things that really get traded around the deadline, right? And even then, like if your team is getting someone that's that good, you're either giving up a high value pick or you're giving up another decent player. Yeah. It's not like baseball where you can go out and you can get. I know this wasn't mid-season, but you can't go out and get Francisco Lindor for a bunch of prospects. Right. Um, no, shout out to the Rams for going for it. I mean, they won't have any draft picks, but they won't need any draft picks next year. Yeah, what do you need? Dra- like, you get you have more draft picks the next year. Yeah. there's You'll be fine. Especially if you have all those guys. The, the Broncos are paying so much of Von Miller's contract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nuts, but good for them. No, absolutely. It's going to be a tough out in the playoffs. Um, and then the last thing on my list here, we have the NBA predictions part two. CJ needs to finish up his NBA predictions, but before we get into that, we'll quickly talk about the NBA itself. I think we are uh, fans of the two best teams in the NBA. As much as yeah, it's easy to me to say. Although the Knicks, the Knicks lost tonight again. Back to back. <laughs> back, to back the, the Heat would never lose. I'm just going to end that sentence there. Yeah, I think they might have lost. I yeah, it was an overtime without Kyle Lowry. 
in Indiana. Yeah. Well, well, we just lost in Indiana, so back off with your laughter. Was Kyle Lowry playing? No. Wow. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I actually didn't think about that. First. I know. I was hoping you'd instantly say no, but you like thought about it. You're like, no. <laughs> no, I mean, you didn't. <laughs> uh, no, the, I mean, all right, so if the Knicks lost twice in a row, they're out of the playoffs already. Um, We're the eighth seed. <laughs> the Heat, I don't know if you watch any other games. I'm assuming you haven't because it's been going on mostly during the World the Series. Oh, my gosh, CJ, the World Series ended. Yep. Uh, don't worry, I'll get to that. <laughs> um, You're going to sign off, and I'm just going to talk for another 20 minutes. <laughs> All right. Um, no, the Heat have looked unbelievable. Like, it's just, I don't even know how to explain it. The defense is incredible. They move the ball so well. I heard today they're the number one ranked defense and number two ranked offense. Yeah. The team is just like, I don't know how you beat that team, honestly. Unless you, like, Warriors three-point shoot them out of the gym type thing. But their three-point defense is incredible. So that's the question I have in watching a little bit of the Heat that I have and more watching the coverage of the Heat. Are they going to be the Jazz where during the regular season they play well together, they put up big numbers, they have good guys off the bench, but then they get into the playoffs and at the end of the day, Durant, Harden, and Kyrie win out because they have the talent. I don't know. I would say, like, no, <laughs> he'd have the superstars. But then, like, Gobert and Mitchell are pretty much superstars at this point. That's the thing. Like, you, you need to have good players to finish as a top one, two, three seed. The Heat, the the heat and the Jazz are very much the same type of team. The only thing I will say is the Heat made it to the finals two years ago. Didn't see the Jazz That's do true. that. That's true. And... Like they have, I would I would say without knowing for sure that the Heat have better shooters, um, which obviously the three point shot is the most valuable thing in basketball now. They're one of two teams, the Heat, with a double digit point differential. The other yeah. one being Utah, of course. <laughs> Utah is eleven point nine. The Heat are sixteen point seven. That's They're insane. They're rushing things. Yeah, it's absolutely insane and. They have three guys that consistently can score 20 points. Bam. And one's coming off the bench. Yeah. Bam, Hero, and Butler. And then you have Duggan Robinson, who can get you 15 a night easily on three-point shooting alone. Lowry right. can get you 15 a night. Dwayne Dedman's been killing it. He's, I made that joke when we were hanging out the other night. That guy's been on fire this year. Um not, but, like, then you got Morris and Tucker who can score 9 to 12 points a game just by shooting threes. It's just an all-around decent team, and they're just so much fun to watch right now. I'm, I'm over the moon about it. I'm very excited. That's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't want to uh, dampen your parade by saying that they might be the Jazz and just end up being a second-round playoff exit. But, like... I do think that they're better than the Jazz. They, I think they have more depth. Like when you think of Utah, you think of nobody can score around the basket because of Gobert, and then Donovan Mitchell is carrying the offense for the most. Pretty part. much, yeah. But if Donovan Mitchell, if you lock him down, you can't Utah's go. Utah's done, and yeah, if yeah. you can shoot. Utah's done. Yeah. But Bam can guard people on the perimeter, which is what you need out of a modern day center. Because Gobert Butler is still a really good defensive player. Yeah, Tyler Hero puts in some effort on defense. Lowry's 
Lowry's good defensively, right? Isn't yeah. He really good. Yeah. Um, PJ Tucker, so like, Morris, they're both good defensively. Right. Like, even, you know, yes, the Warriors or, or a team like that can beat anybody on any given night if they just get hot and you can't do anything about that. But I don't think that they're going to let teams that aren't good shooters get hot the way that the the Jazz could. Right. And there's nobody on the Heat that you can take out of the game that you could in the way that you could take Gobert out of the game. Yeah, right. Um, so, no, a very exciting start. Uh, they beat Luka last night, which did hurt a little bit. Poor Luka, man. That guy needs some help. Yeah. That, uh, like, before the game started, uh, we were talking uh, – I was at trivia last night, and my buddy was talking about how he has no help off the bench. And then at halftime, I think, or at some point in the third quarter, the Heat's bench had 35 points, and Dallas has had 12. And it was yeah. like it was like a 6-7 point game. <laughs> just like, ugh. That's insane. Tim Hardaway Jr. is the second highest scorer yeah. on, the, uh, on the Mavericks with 39. Or 39, jeez. I don't know what I was saying. a game. I, I don't know what I looked at that made me say that. 13.9, that's what it was. It's embarrassing. The Heat have uh, one, two, three players over that, and then Kyle Lowry at 10.7, who would be like fourth on the Mavericks. Uh, the Heat have three players averaging 20-plus. Yeah, that's incredible. It's awesome. I freaking love it. Um, all right, so CJ, your playoff predictions. First round matchup. Predictions, let's do it. First round matchup consists against the Knicks versus the Celtics. Uh, the Knicks, of course. How many games? Uh, four. Celtics yeah. struggling right now. For those of you who uh, don't remember, I have the Knicks as the one seed. Of course, I didn't forget. Nets uh, against the Hawks. What do you got there? Uh, Nets in... Six, because I don't think the Hawks are bad, but they have some issues. Uh, so do the Nets. Uh, next, you have <laughs> Bu- do. Bucks and Bulls. Uh, Bucks in five. Bucks over Bulls in five. Okay, and then you have the Heat versus the Sixers. This one's obvious, right? I don't know. Is it? Heat and three. Oh, love it. Heat and four. All right. That means that matchup would consist of Knicks versus the Heat. Who do you got? Oh. <laughs> oh Knicks and seven. Oh, wow. Long one. Heartbreaking at the end. Sorry. I understand. <laughs> uh, then you have Nets and Bucks. Uh. Wow, that, that one might actually happen <laughs> in the second round. <laughs> Knicks and Heat can play each other, but it's not going to be in the second round. Um, I will take the – I'll say the Nets win out this time around. How many games? Uh, in five. Love it. And then we have the Knicks versus the Bucks. No, sorry, Knicks versus the Nets, the Battle of New York teams. Oh, I like that I did that totally on purpose because these are very thought thought out beforehand. Yes. Um, it's going to be a heartbreaker for me. Oh, no. Because it's going to go to seven games before the Knicks get it done. Knicks in seven back-to-back series. It's going to be – they're going to be the cardiac case, which I don't think is the name that you call for winning 
in seven games. I think it's more a close game thing, but you know, oh we'll my it. gosh, well, that is just pure insanity. What a run! I mean, they're the one seed, so it's not surprising. No. Um, trying to see here. Okay. Did I screw something up? Probably. Why do I always screw something up? No. What happened here? Nothing. I'm just a fool. Okay, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right. You have the Knicks. Okay. Knicks coming out of the East. All right, CJ, can you guess what position you had one team in the West? I'm going to say... Lakers six. Yes. Yes. That noise you made, you're like, oh. Um, why did I remember Lakers and Six? <laughs> I have no idea. All right, first round matchup consists of. Let me follow the arrows here because we made some substitutions after the playing games. Um, we have Suns versus Mavericks. Um, I'll let you figure out who the one seed is. <laughs> yeah, I remember it's the Suns. Uh, Suns and five. Okay, although they've looked bad so far this year. In five. And then we have the two versus. Wait a second. Oh, I already screwed up. Uh, Suns and versus Grizzlies. How many? The Suns were facing the Grizzlies now? Yeah. Suns and four. <laughs> okay. Suns and four. Grizzlies. I screwed that up. I couldn't follow my own arrows that I drew. Um, here we go. So the Mavericks are in seven going up against the Warriors. I guess you could say the, uh, the Suns are going to be walking through Memphis. Um, <laughs> Warriors against the Mavericks. Uh, Warriors in <laughs> six. Warriors in six over the Mavs. Okay. And then number three, you have the Nuggets versus the Lakers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. I knew it. I, I know I knew. Uh, Lakers in five. Wow, Lake, Lake Show. Okay, and then we have the 4-5 the matchup, Jazz versus Clippers. Uh, I will take the Clips, get it done, Kawhi comes back. Uh, Clippers in six. Okay, that leaves second round matchup of Clippers versus Suns. Um, Clippers in... Five. Okay. Over Suns in five. And then we have the Warriors versus Lakers. We're going to have the Battle of the Angels in the Western Conference Finals. Lakers in seven. That'd be cool if we got LeBron versus the Warriors in the playoffs again. That'd be awesome. Warriors in seven. And then... No, no, no. Lakers in seven. Yeah, yeah. Lakers are Warriors in seven. Okay. Uh, then you have Clippers-Lakers. Uh, they finally get it done. Clippers in seven. Wow. Okay, and then you have your NBA Finals: the Clippers versus the Knicks, which I'm sure most people have. I'm sorry to kind of go chalk on you. <laughs> you didn't want um, that, but we're here anyway. Yeah, all uh, Knicks and four. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that means CJ, as my pen dies because it doesn't want to write this, 
<laughs> Your pen's like, this is too stupid for me. Uh, the Knicks beat the Clippers in four. That makes the New York Knicks your NBA champions with Steph Curry being your finals MVP. Um, what happened there? <laughs> your finals, yeah, final normal MVP, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, I'm good with the Knicks doing a midseason trade for stuff. I forgot to mention that. CJ also has that directly. They're going to trade him for Julius Randle straight up. Oh, I like it. Uh, I'm going to say R.J. Barrett, finals MVP. Wow. not sure if you're marking that down. But nope. <laughs> just for the record. No, that's okay. All right, CJ, World Series, go. Uh, Braves, they got it done. Astros, still cheaters. Go Bravos. Um, that home run for... went so far last night. I know. I'm so happy for Freddie Freeman. He seems like such a nice guy. He didn't win the MVP, did he? No, Solaire did. Okay, I was going to say. He had three game-tying or go-ahead home runs over the six games. What happened to Alvarez? What do you mean? This is the guy that won the uh, the uh, MVP against the Red Sox, right? Jordan? Yeah. 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 What happened to him in the World Series? Oh, uh... I don't he, think he did much. I think he batted sub seven, like point seven, no point oh seven. Really? Yes. That's not good. Makes you wonder, huh? And you can quote me on that. That's not good. CJ said. Really makes you wonder what happened there. I'm not yeah, going to say anything, almost, but like, it's almost like he uh, didn't know what was coming anymore. Yeah, he had two hits in the World Series. Yeah, what a bum. He cheated. Sorry. Must have. I don't want to accuse anybody of anything, but that's just ridiculous. Um, Ian Anderson, local guy, gets a World Series ring. Awesome. Yeah, that was cool. I got to talk to his coach earlier today. Um, seems, I mean, everybody's obviously really excited for him. <laughs> he's he, happy for him. <laughs> and, and, like, that's so cool to me to have a World Series winner. And not just, like, somebody who was on the bench and no. was a part of team or whatever like five no hit innings five no hit innings in game three the first rookie i'm pretty sure in at least in the live ball era to do that which is just like it's an insane game even if he's not a rookie uh i talked to the coach i did ask him like were you kind of rooting for him to stay in there or were you a little frustrated that he got pulled but of course the coach said the right things it's just like they they won the game (laughs) oh my gosh but, like, I, I would be curious. I don't think that we would ever get a true answer from him, but I'm curious if Ian Anderson was upset that that happened. I mean, like probably you can, he'll probably say it now that they won. Yeah. But, like, you had a legitimate chance at making, like, the most significant baseball history since 1950s. Yeah. And... But it was taken from you not because you did anything. I mean, he he walked four guys, which obviously isn't good. But um, he he didn't give up a hit. You got to let the guy go out there and see what he can do. And if he gives up one, then pull him. On what, 70 pitches? Yeah. That's ridiculous. And they were calling it a gut move. It's it's not a gut move. You pulled him up so it's the third time through the lineup. Don't lie. <laughs> Don't lie, Brian Snicker. I mean, his gut's telling him it's the third time through the lineup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you, yeah, go Bravos. Free taco tomorrow. Yeah, you got to make sure you go get your free taco, everybody. I'm participating Taco Bells. Ding! Are there non-participating Taco Bells? Yeah, screw them. That's all I have to like, say about are, that. 
which are the ones that you go up to and say, hey, can I get that one free taco that I was promised because Al- Aldi Albi stole second in game one? Was there another stolen base? I don't know. I know in 2018, Mookie got the taco. <laughs> <laughs> That's That should be your goal for the rest of your life is to remember, remember who, who got, got a taco. free taco every All right. year. All right, I'll start writing it down. Maybe looking back to you, I can memorize that. Yeah, what is that like? You know, a lot of people have like World Series MVPs memorized, and then there's Elijah. That's just yeah, I remember uh, Mookie Betts stealing second base to win me a free taco. That's actually really fun. I'm gonna look into that. See if I can do <laughs> sir. <laughs> um, anything else, CJ? Uh, no, right now I'm just looking to see if anybody else stole base in the World Series. So if you have anything else, feel free. Um, I do not. I'm trying to think other sports. Anything exciting going on in soccer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, <CJ>, there <laughs> Sorry, is. That was the, the Champions League was today, and it was exciting and fun. I had a great time watching it. Thank you for asking. Oh, Manchester City and Manchester United play this weekend. Oh, so that that's is, usually a big game from what I've heard. Yeah, it's 34 degrees outside right now. Here? Yep. <laughs> what a fun fact. I, my little popped up on the bottom of my uh, computer next to – well, there's another thing that popped up after the 34-degree weather was St. Louis Blues versus the L.A. Kings tonight, if you were wondering. Nice. That was a nice pop. I don't think there was there. another stolen base from my very quick research. Do you think that's, do you think that's like a uh, – a planned thing, like dude, get on for first, steal second, everybody gets taco. I know, like this. I wonder if part of him is genuinely thinking to himself, like I gotta, gotta go get these people a free taco. I, you know, I, what? I would think not. Now that I say that out loud, I'm gonna say he did it because he wanted to get to second base. Yeah, I think that makes the most sense. Any closing notes, CJ? Yeah, tomorrow I'm going to get to second base with a taco. (laughs) I might hit a home run.